I have a recommendation for an app that may have changed my life, but I want to give it with a disclaimer. Is it a brilliant app? It might be. It might be a brilliant <laughs> app. Uh, and it may have improved my life times 100, but I have to give a disclaimer. I've only been using it for maybe 72 hours. Although when I logged into the, after I downloaded it and logged into it, I saw that I did create an account back in 2015 or 2016, you know, like I entered my name. Jeff's long less long um, quest for productivity. Yeah. It's a productivity app called Todoist, T-O-D-O-I-S-T. And basically it is an app where you can dump stuff that pops into your brain into, into the app. And I, I love to make, I like, I love a good list or whatever, but the problem is I start 12 different lists in 12 different places. Yeah. I'll email myself some stuff. Yeah. I have this exact same problem. I will open a notepad mm-hmm. on, you know, my phone. Then like, so I've got a paper list on my desk. I might even open Microsoft Word and start. I have all that. I have like a Google Doc, notes, emails. It's so inefficient, but I don't know. There's not one way that I'm married to. So I guess I'm just like, oh, right now it makes sense to do this. Correct. Yeah. So this app called Todoist, and I'm not, this is not like an endorsement or anything. They're not paying for this. Again, I've only used it for two or three days, so I'm not going to you know, I'm not putting my hand in a Bible and swearing that this is the greatest app ever invented, but here's what it does. You input stuff in there when it pops into your brain, mm-hmm. you can do, you can speak to it using the microphone, like voice to text. Yeah. And you just speak to it like in real voice, real, like how you would say it. And then it just takes care of it. So for example, I just said, give the dogs flea flea and tick and heartworm medicine on the 15th of every month. So now every month on the 14th, a reminder pops up that says tomorrow, give the dogs flea and tick medicine. Oh, okay. Yep. And so, um, regular stuff that I have to do for the podcast, like submitting advertiser reports and all this stuff that just lives in my brain where I'm like, well, I just know that has to be done the first week of the month. I just put it in the app and it, it just, I can feel my brain, I can feel I'm gonna room try it. opening up in my brain. I was researching, um, cause for years, like everybody has said, what is it? Evernote? Is that what everybody loves? I, I used Evernote when I worked in radio and it's terrific. Okay. Cause I tried it and then I was like, this is a little too much, but I was Googling, I was on the Googles last week looking for productivity apps and all of them are so complicated. Yeah. Like there's so, I took a tour of this one that somebody recommended to us and I was like, uh, I feel really dumb, but this makes no sense. Is that the Reich one? Yeah. I tried that one too. And it didn't, it was the, I logged in and like, there's like a how to video. And first of all, I feel like if you have to have a how to video for something that's supposed to be simple, it's supposed to make your life easier. Right. That's probably like not the best sign. And the video pops up first thing. So it's not like under the help section or whatever. It's just like, Hey, here's how you use our product. So I started watching the video and it was like Greek. I'm like, I, what? I don't get it. Anyways, I will be checking this out. Um, and I'll tell you one other thing that's cool about it that I haven't explored, but I think is neat is 
there is um, an assignment feature or a delegation feature. So if you put something on your to-do list that requires my involvement, like that thing that I have to scan for our accountants or whatever, you can say, make sure this gets scanned for the accountants. Then you can assign it to me. And Ooh, then it, I like that. And then it disappears from your to-do list. Oh, bliss. Until the due date pops up. And then if I haven't crossed it off, it pops back up on yours. Anyways. Okay, I'm into it. It's called Todoist. T-O-D-O-I-S-T. I'm three days in and I feel like my life has been changed. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for apps. I was going to specifically say the app that we just talked about, but just the fact that there are apps in existence. For like everything. Yeah. It's just so awesome. It's so cool. So I'm grateful for apps. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for Lily. I think it's very cute that she follows Ellie around all the time. Like I think Lily thinks she's Ellie's babysitter. She or does. that Lily or that Ellie is her puppy. Yep. It's just really cute. Always looking out for the baby and always looking out for us too. Like I know it annoys us when she barks and stuff like that, but she really is like a good dog. I uh, I'm excited to ask you this qu- this next question. Okay. Uh, because I feel like the good news is I feel like your anxiety is a million times better than it was this time last week. That's the good news. The bad news is I'm worried that you've permanently injured your arm. <laughs> okay. Two things. One, um, about the arm thing. I did so much work on Friday. We took Ellie to my parents and she hung out with my mom all day, which is like kind of turning into their little day to hang out. And I was on my computer all day sitting on the couch. So like my elbows were at my, you know, like my, uh, rib cage. Right. And my hands were up typing. Like a physical therapist or a chiropractor or somebody like that would tell you that you are probably in the worst Terrible. possible position for doing Terrible. long work. All because on my um, micro anxiety list is ordering a desk chair, which I haven't done. And we've been living here for nine months. Yeah. Anyway, so I move after that for the first time. I put my computer down. I'm like, oh my God, my arm is so sore. Not my wrist, not my hand, my arm. Looked it up. Apparently, I strained my arm because I was answering emails in the worst position ever for way too long. For like eight hours straight. Yeah. With it did with, not move. With like a brief break to pee and have a sandwich. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. That's the bad news. Um, the good news is my anxiety is feeling better, but it's funny because as we're recording this, I'm getting ready to go back to another full week of work in like not in my house. I've been working from home for the past week. And I'm starting to feel the anxiety go up a little bit and I was doing great. And then I went on Instagram and checked my messages. And the first one that I opened was mean. How do we switch not just for you, but for the whole world? Because I believe that yes, the internet allows for negativity and, 
and you know what's it called complaining and and mm-hmm. all that i i believe but also there is an overwhelming amount of kindness that gets overlooked yeah there is an overwhelming amount of love that gets overlooked every time we post a picture of ellie we get compliments on how cute she is so nice yeah so so what i'm thinking is if we're making a recipe, right, that calls – and this recipe is, like, mixed in the bowl, and there's two cups of, of sugar and one teaspoon of salt, why is it so easy to focus on the salt? I don't know. Well, how's that for an analogy? Good, actually. Be- because if your Instagram was a mixing bowl and we're making a cake, you've got two cups of sugar and one teaspoon right. of salt. Why are you focused on the salt? I'm not focused on the salt. I think. Why do you taste the salt? I'm not salt? explaining this very well because in the past when I've talked about this, it's been. And I'm not. That and, I am thin skinned. I'm talking about anxiety and things that send you a little over the edge. And it's not about the content or the person. It's about already being on edge. And it. then so it would be the same thing. Remember that week that I was super on edge, but bad things kept happening. Like it was one thing after another, like the air conditioning broke and the whatever. Yeah, yeah. It could be any of that. It's just that one little negative thing can send you over the edge when you're already on the edge. But how do we collectively, the entire world, because we all do it. Yeah. We post a picture of anything. We post a picture of a, of a tree blooming in our backyard, you know, and 20 people compliment, oh my gosh, spring is here. That's such a beautiful tree. Oh, I bet you're going to get, you know, pretty birds or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then one person is going to write, that tree looks like it's dying. You need to cut it down or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's what we focus on. Yeah. Why? Why? And how do we collectively stop doing that? Because mathematically, there's more love on the internet then there is negativity, mm-hmm. but the negativity, the volume is higher. Mm-hmm. Just a thought. Yeah. Uh, I want to give some updates really quick on things that we've talked about over the past week. And then I've kind of left you hanging one. Uh, I'm not hiring a coach right now. And it's, it's- so, <laughs> this is so funny. I'm on the fence because I, I think that you should always, well, no, you, you tell the story. I'll tell I'll, the story. I'll comment. You won't be on the fence by the time I finish telling the story. Okay. But this dude who I was talking with, um, who was, who wrote this really cool essay about how, how he changed his mindset and it helped him, you know, personally, but also biz- more so business wise and put him in this business mindset, everything. He was really great. And he had some connections to radio. And I was like, this guy could be perfect for me. So I start to have a serious conversation with him about this coaching program that he has and it's expensive. And he's, and he, there's, as in it's a, an investment. Yeah. It's an investment, yeah. but it's expensive. And there's two prices because it's a 90 day program. If you pay for the whole thing up front, it's one price. If you spread it out over three months, um, it ends up total 
being several hundred dollars more expensive mm-hmm. because he because it's more expensive to pay monthly, which is fine. I have no problem with that. But I wrote to him and said, "Hey, I I'm we're trying to save money right now, and we're talking about a few hundred bucks, and I've gone forty something years without coaching, so I'm either going to start in June." And I'll save up money over the next three months and then pay in full and save a few hundred bucks. Or if you want to waive those finance, if you want to give me the lower price, I'll start now, but I can only pay, I have to pay monthly. And he wrote back and said, that's not fair to my existing clients, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, then I think I'm going to start in June. And he wrote me more than one email talking about, how I don't have a good mindset and how I'm more focused on value versus like I'm focused on a scarcity mindset and I need to get started immediately. And this is part of the problem, but at no point did he ever talk about lowering the price. Did he ever acknowledge that we just, you and I, Callie have a commitment to each other to try to save money, which I explained to him. And my very last email was like, hey, man, I'm going to revisit this in June because we've gone back and forth like four or five times and nowhere have you said, like, let's, you know, if you want to start in June, that's fine. Like, you've been hard selling me on getting started immediately. And so I sent him an email that said, let's just get started in June Mm -hmm. with the intention of blowing him off once June comes. And he just never responded to that. Yeah. So it to, it became a money grab. It's his, here's here's what I have to say about it. My belief in him changed my whatever it is in him. My perception of him changed once we started exchanging emails about getting started. Now I have two thoughts. One thought is like I read the email that you sent him. And it was long, but I don't know. I think it would have gone a different direction had you crystal clearly just said, hey, it's not in the budget until June. I would like to start whatever. So I don't think that you were crystal clear, which I think spiraled it a little out of control. Number two, you're an Enneagram six. And remember when we had Sarah Jane on from Enneagram and Coffee and she was like, one of the things that she said about you that I will never forget, and this is an Enneagram six quality, is that people have to earn your respect. You like leadership, you don't, but people have to earn that for you to follow the sure. lead. And that's a quality about you. So sure. with you in any sort of leadership thing or whatever, if somebody doesn't prove themselves right out of the gate as being a boss and someone you should respect, you're like, nope. And I think that's what happened. Um, no, I think I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I think just think it's I, a personality trait. I think you're way overthinking it. I think I sent him an email, whether it was complicated or not, and said, hey, I want to get started in June. And every response back to me was him basically saying that I'm making the wrong decision. Yeah. That has nothing to do with leadership or respect or whatever. It's like, I don't have the money right now, but I will have the money in June. And at no point did he say, thank you so much for trusting me with this thing. I'm excited to get started in June. He said things like, well, I might not be available. Well, yeah. you should get I started get now. Well, I get it. I'm not saying I disagree with you. 
Yeah. I would have done the same thing. Um, so that's update number one. Um, update number two about my friend who I thought ghosted me. Uh, I let him chill out for a few days. And then a couple of days ago, I opened my phone to send him a text message mm -hmm. and saw that he had written me and I just hadn't seen it. Can you recap in 30 seconds? This is um, a friend of mine who I think is... No, I can't recap it in 30 seconds. Oh. <laughs> Jeff uh, gave life advice to a friend and it was not uh, advice that he was going to like. And then he thought the friend ghosted him. Turns out he did not. So what was his response? Was he like, we're going to talk this week. He's like, I'm looking forward to catching up. He, I just thought he was going to respond the next day. Got it. Okay. And, and when he didn't, I did not see the text message come in like three days later. So. Got it. My bad. And then the third thing is thank you to everybody who gave us advice on our little drooling monster because um, we have done uh, three things differently. One, we've gotten really gener generous with the Aquaphor, which mm -hmm. is helpful. Two, we're double bibbing her. Yes, we are. Which is super helpful. And three, uh, the lowest level of cortisone cream that you can get um, at the store, I think it's 1%. If you put that on any flare-ups for Ellie, it took care of them within 24 hours. Yeah, that was recommended by our pediatrician, and um, it worked super well. So obviously, before you take any parenting advice from us, consult your pediatrician. Um, but yeah, works like a charm. I am a terrible negotiator. I don't know. I mean, I bought a car. What was it, like two years ago? No, you didn't. Early I bought, 2019. I bought a car right. for you. I got a new car. Jeff did the negotiation or whatever. I would have gone to a Carvana or whatever, which is what I have done the past couple of cars because I just don't like it. I'm not good at it. And then I panic and clam up. I saw this article. Ultimate power move in negotiation. The ultimate power move. And I think it is genius. And here's the, here's the tactic. Silence. So when you say something or, you know, whatever, you take 30 seconds after when, your. When they say something. When they say something. Right. You take 30 minutes, 30 seconds because they will feel like they have to fill the gap and they may come down on whatever you're negotiating. You just have to be comfortable with sitting there silently after they have said whatever it is they're going to say. So if you're going in negotiating a raise and and they say, well, we can't offer you a $10,000 raise, but we can offer you a $5,000 raise, you have to be comfortable sitting there and looking at them without saying anything. And 30 seconds doesn't sound like a long time, but that is an eternity when you're sitting across from your boss and they're like, well, we don't have that money. We have this money. Or in 30 one, seconds, silence. Or in one of those um, glass, for whatever reason, all car, car dealership offices are like glass rooms. So you're sitting in one of those glass rooms after the guy says, well, the lowest we can go is 35,000. You just sit there. Stare at him. 30 seconds. 
such a long time. Apparently Steve Jobs used to do this. And once he would come up with an idea and someone would combat the idea or be like, oh, that's not a good idea or have a criticism, um, he would take 20 seconds to respond to that person. So can you imagine sitting across from Steve Jobs and be like, Steve, I don't think that's a great idea. And then he looks you in the eye and just stares at you for 20 seconds. I saw an interview with him once where he talked about this and he said he would count in his head up to 20 without thinking about the whatever the situation so if somebody was was critical of his idea or whatever he would count one mississippi two mississippi three mississippi in his head so that he didn't even begin thinking about what it was that they said until the end of the 20 seconds so the whole time that you're just staring at steve jobs wondering what he's thinking he's not he's just counting I love my third love bras. They are my favorite bras that I have ever worn. Not just my current favorite, but that I've ever worn. They are so comfortable and the fit is incredible. Now, I love when I get to hear from you about our advertisers. And Autumn posted this in our Facebook group. She said, finally bit the bullet and ordered two new bras from Third Love with the 20% off code. May I just say game changer in all caps. I've clearly been wearing the wrong size of cheap bras for too long. Like Callie, I will be replacing all of my bras here over time. I plan to order one or two per month until I'm restocked. Ladies, do yourself a favor and order some yesterday. I got the classic t-shirt bra and the Pima cotton t-shirt bra worth every dime. Third Love knows your one true fit is out there. So right now they're offering upside listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash upside for 20% off today. It is officially here. Grilling season is upon us. Don't be stuck with no meat in your fridge. There's nothing worse than having a craving for something cooked on the grill. And you got the grill, you got the spatula, you got the tongs, but you don't got the meat. With ButcherBox, you will be taken care of. Right now, our freezer is filled with delicious meat. We've got chicken breasts. We've got heritage pork. We've got 100% grass-fed and finished beef in the fridge and the freezer from ButcherBox. It is a no-brainer. The best, highest-quality meat shipped right to our door. One less trip to the grocery store, and the meat is there when you need it. With ButcherBox, you're going to get the highest-quality meat for about six dollars a meal and they have free shipping nationwide so if you want to make sure that you are not caught with no meat sign up for butcher box today thank you to today's sponsor butcher box for giving a great offer to upside listeners for a limited time butcher box is offering new members a free essentials bundle in their first box that's three pounds of chicken breast two pounds of pork chops and two pounds of ground beef all for free in your first box just go to butcherbox.com upside that's butcherbox.com upside to get a free essentials bundle in your first box jeff and i love bomba socks so much they are super duper comfortable they have no toe seam which really gets on my nerves especially when i'm working out and now instead of having like one pair of socks for flats and one pair of socks for working out i have just one style of socks and they're bombas and i love them so much i wear them every single day 
But these socks, they do way more than keep your feet cozy. They help give back to the most vulnerable members of our community. For every pair of socks that we purchase, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. The generosity of Bombas customers has allowed them to donate over 40 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of over 3,000 giving partners. The impact is more powerful than ever. To those experiencing homelessness, these socks represent the dignity of putting on clean clothes, which is a small comfort that's especially important right now. And if you haven't heard us say this before, socks are the number one most requested item at homeless shelters. So the giving back that Bombas really does a lot. Give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash upside. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas.com slash upside. Today's quote of the day. If we don't change, we don't grow. If we don't grow, we aren't really living. Jeff, I have some good news for you. Would you like to know what it is? Yes, of course. (laughs) I was looking at you like, Expecting you to say something there. Um, LinkedIn added a stay-at-home mom or dad as a job title. Well, that's great, except it doesn't – it wouldn't apply to me because I'm a work-from-home dad. Remember we decided that? Stay. but we're taking steps, right? So this is like a step in a good direction. And um, a lot of parents have gaps – in their resumes. Oh, in their work history. In their work history. However, as we know, parenting really is a full-time job. And I would argue that if you can successfully survive parenting tiny humans, that you have a lot to offer in the workplace. That should be a select one of the selectable skills on your LinkedIn resume. Raised a human for 18 years. Seriously. I mean, it's, yeah, like you probably are super creative. You're an out of the box thinker. You are um, probably a great negotiator. Right. (laughs) There's a lot of skills. So anyways, they're doing a new um, employment gaps field where users can choose from sabbatical, personal leave, parental leave, or stay at home mom or dad. All right, here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. And unfortunately, Callie, no category today. You know what? I've decided I'm over categories. What? I like, I've decided I like the randomness. Yeah. Of the whatever, like the three put together things. Oh. So. Well, Well, I've already got, today's is random, but I've already got three random things already picked out for like the rest of the week, I think. And they all have categories. Oh. So you want me to just. Shuffle, shuffle them all yeah <laughs> um all right we were talking about at the at the beginning of the show we were talking about um the app the todoist app that i love and then i just said uh, what i'm grateful for are just apps in general so this kind of ties into that the computing power in one of today's smartphones is actually higher than all of the computers in the Apollo 11 lunar lander that put two men on the moon. That's insane. So what So what you have in your pocket oh gosh. right now is more technologically advanced than what, what got That's two mind people blowing. on the surface of the moon. Yep. Uh, my second random thing is, and this is for anybody in Alabama, uh, Alabama, the only state 
in the United States of America whose official drink is an alcoholic beverage. Really? Yep. Uh, that's ac- that's very surprising. Uh, Conica Ridge Alabama Fine Whiskey, which was um, originally distilled by a moonshiner named Clyde May. That's the official drink mm. of the state of Alabama. You know what surprised me about that is I thought, like, I would assume. That a lot of Alabama counties are dry. No, I didn't think of that, but I was thinking of like, um, like how is it not in Kentucky? How is bourbon not the official drink, or like a mint julep? Yeah, I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. or like Tennessee. Like I know there's whiskey. Isn't Jack Daniels in Tennessee? Like yeah, or California wine country. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's see who the source was on that. Let's see if they're legit. Nah, I think it's a weak source. It's a Smithsonian institution. <laughs> uh, all right. And then my final random thing is check your basements, check your attics, check your uh, closets in your old childhood bedroom because. That sounds creepy. If you have a Sony Walkman from the early 1980s, depending on the condition and model, it can uh, uh, be sold for hundreds or thousands of dollars. That's crazy. Yep. On eBay. So those are my three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. My sister's birthday is today. Her name is Kristen and she is turning, how old is she turning? I'm 35. She's turning 33 today. So happy birthday to my baby sister, Kristen. How, do you have a very first memory of her? Like, do you remember your parents bringing her home or anything? Nope. Cause I just read somebody, it was last week, someday last week was National Siblings Day. Did you know that? No, I did not. And somebody posted a story of being three years old and going to the hospital when their baby brother was born. Mm-hmm. And like, they have a memory of trying of standing on their tippy toes trying to see over the glass yeah or over the the thing through the glass into the nursery uh-huh. because her brother was in there and i'm like i don't think i have a memory of being three like i may have a couple memories from being three but when my sister was born i was two so that's really young yeah um i definitely have memories like from when i was four maybe three um, but I don't ever remember my sister being a baby. Huh. So. Well, happy birthday, Kristen. Uh, Callie, the bonus episode. Wow. Awesome. Uh, I really think you should try to promote it on, you know, other like women's health websites, through magazines or something. I don't know. Somehow get it out there um you know for for women's health i don't know i don't know how you do that but it's so important so much stuff that definitely women have no idea about so thank you so much for that and putting yourself out there once again you're a strong woman i really admire you
Have a great day. Bye. If you're one of the millions of people who found themselves doing a profitable side hustle from home over the past 12 months, listen up. ShipStation is here to help make your life more productive. More people are shopping online than ever, right? And that means you as a creator are shipping more than ever. And you want to get those orders out fast. The faster you get those orders out, the faster you can sell more products. So online sellers like you need ShipStation. doesn't matter if you sell one item a week or a hundred items a day. ShipStation makes it super easy to manage and ship all of your orders. You can import your orders from any sales channel. You can ship with any carrier and you can access discounted shipping rates all with ShipStation. If you need to send something out for your small business, you need to do it with ShipStation. You're going to get access to amazing discounts with all the major carriers. It's no wonder ShipStation has more five-star reviews than any other shipping software. Ship more in less time. Just use our offer code UPSIDE to get a 60-day free trial of ShipStation. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com and click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in UPSIDE. That's ShipStation.com. The offer code is UPSIDE. Make ship happen. Hey, I'm listening to Callie asking about just three random things where she's like, who's lying about their income or who's asking about their income? Do y'all not get trapped by people who randomly ask you your income? Like, cause it, I feel like it happens to me all the time and it's so awkward and I don't know what to say ever. And I try to change the subject, but there's some people that are just really forward and they just want to know your income and it's really, really weird. Um, anyways. Have a good day. Bye. Hi, guys. Hi. And one of the things that scared me the most of a movie was the movie The Birds. It's an old movie because I'm an old person, but Blackbird actually kept out a woman's eye. It was disgusting, and I can't look at a Blackbird or hate Blackbird to this day. Thank you, and have a great day. Hey guys, this is Caitlin calling from Birmingham. I am calling about the um, drool and the rash on Ellie's neck. We actually had a similar issue with our son who's almost six months old. And it turns out that all that moisture can build up yeast, which I know is so gross. Um, So we actually had to get on like a prescription sort of monostat cream that we put on for a few days and it cleared it up really fast. And now we just try every time after he eats to wipe his neck down with a wet wipe and kind of fan it dry with our hands. And that has seemed to help the problem. But I feel you on the drool. It is everywhere. And juicy is a great word to describe it. Have a great day. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I'm calling about um, swear words. Um, I don't know if you've seen The Good Place on NBC. It's really cute. Um, She goes to The Good Place, and swear words aren't allowed. And instead of the F word, she's always saying, what the fork? And instead of saying the S word um, with balls attached, she says shirt balls. So she's like, holy forking shirt balls, or what in the shirt? Um, And what else? And I think I heard her say this instead of the B word, like son of a biscuit. Um, so those are fun too. But 
keep in mind they are easy to say and kids do repeat it, but then it's funny when you hear a little tiny person go, holy fork. Um, okay, bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. Just want to thank you for, Kelly, you, I guess, for your bonus episode about the pelvic floor exercises and the pelvic floor physical therapist. It was great. And this information is just so valuable to people of all ages, to women of all ages. Men need to hear it so they can validate their partners. And um, I have really encouraged my daughter, who is newly wed, and they're wanting to start a family. I've encouraged her to listen to this. She needs to listen to her body and take care of it and go to someone who can help her with any issues she might have. So thank you so much. You all put so much good into the world. Love you all. Love Ellie. Bye. And it's a lot of times you feel like, well, am I doing the right thing? Is this really, is this good enough? Am I good enough? Am I strong enough to do this job? And then you just have to believe in yourself as much as you can. And against all odds, you just say, you know what? I'm going to just put my best foot forward and I'm going to give the world the best that I got, right? Mm -hmm. Anything is possible.